Welcome to C-Play Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode. It's great to have America's co-host, Jameson, Very Good Rabbit. How are you doing today, sir? You know what? This is like the fourth time you've asked me this. <laughs> I'm not answering anymore. It's true. Don't answer that question. You just need to just be blank and we'll have a good recording because everything's been a delay. It sucks. So Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. It's fun. Podcasting uh, is awesome. It is fantastic. And with me, I also have another guest, T-Mac Masunis. How are you? Great. Know what I'm saying? We were supposed to watch We're the Millers, but, you know, yeah. we're recording because that's more important. Okay, so, so let's sorry. just watch it later. Yeah, we'll watch it later. What's up, sir? <sighs> we had a fantastic idea today to do some random episode and catch up because... You've been busy hanging out with Jason Spencer, of all people. Yes. Not coming to yes. my not coming to my crib. Every time I'm in Wisconsin, I stop by to see your ass. But when you're in Illinois, forget <laughs> Masunas. I see how it is. And then he sends me a text last week. Hey, I'm going to be around your parts. I should stop by and see you. What does he do? He totally skips me. What I mean, you? I could have, but what? I passed by your area roughly 5 a.m. on Tuesday morning. I was up. I, did, I didn't know if you wanted me swinging through at 5 a.m. Did you have Spencer with you? No, no, I met him down there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, it was just me. So, so, have you recorded a podcast about this? Are, are you gonna give me a sneak peek? What, what happened? What's the deal, man? Because this is exciting. I saw the pictures and I was blown away. Yeah, if you want to hear all about it, I would say look out for the upcoming episode of the Flix podcast where we talk for forty-five minutes about. Our experience hanging out in Metropolis, the home of Superman. Two uh, two guys reunite. I have not seen Jason since uh, 2002. It's been 15 years since I saw him. But so. I bet when you got together, it was just like yesterday. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We kissed each other full on the mouth as soon as I walked in the <laughs> hotel room. Did you put? Did you did you put your hand between two pillows? <laughs> Luckily, he. Luckily, he switched our room from one queen to two twins because it was going to get awkward in there. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I posted a lot of pictures and uh, we did record our first ever podcast uh, sitting down together. We figured out we'd done well over 100 podcasts, but never face to face. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Um, now, now you and I, uh, we were originally going to get together this coming Tuesday to do some roadhouse. However, um, I got a big, the biggest project of my life happening at work and I got to be on the road at five 30 in the morning. 
It's an hour and a half drive. And I'm going to be working from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. So the last thing I want to do is record a podcast. But uh, you unfortunately uh, missed out on Roadhouse. So we're like, hey, why don't we just get together? You know, like the last episode I did, I did, you know, catching up with Masunas, going through a whole bunch of movies that, uh, you know, I caught up on. And I got, you know, hey, that was a pretty fun episode. You should do that again. And then you and I were just like, hey, we should get together and just kind of shoot the breeze. Because, you know, I mean, this could go anywhere talking about fast food. God only knows what. Uh, you right. know, that, that's what we do. Uh, but I also thought I'd bring Tabby along because the past couple of weeks that I haven't been recording, uh, usually every Tuesday I get home, Fonda goes to work, we sit down and we watch a movie and, uh, I've been convincing her like, Hey, what, what are you in the mood for? She's like comedy. I'm like, okay. And then I'll go through them like, Hey, you want to check out, uh, this movie and, and every movie she always looks at me. I'm like, have I ever failed you? This is true. Right. There's not mm-hmm. one single movie I've ever showed her that by the end of it, she was like, that movie sucked, you know, <laughs> except Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I told her, yeah. this sucks. You're not going to like it. Don't watch it. I want to check it out anyways. And she turned it off in 15 minutes and said, this is crap. It <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's my girl. So, um, so sir, uh, there's a few things I want to talk about. We'll get serious stuff in a little while, but uh, mm. let's, uh, let's talk about... The biggest news that couldn't be any better timing today, the new Karate Kid Part 3 true sequel that we're getting, sir. I am so pumped. Man. I even reached out to Zapka about this. Uh, you know, friend of the show, Billy Zapka. Sure. And right. uh, this is pretty awesome, man. I'm sure you know the news. I mean, come on. I've been posting about this all damn day. But uh, we got a Karate Kid sequel coming, sir, with uh, Ralph Macchio and Billy Zapka. And uh, what are your thoughts, son? Coming to YouTube Red. Yes. A, a ten-episode series. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I, a couple of sixty-year-old guys doing some karate out there that could get interesting. Oh man, this is gonna be great because you know a lot. Of, okay, here's the cool thing. I've been reading all day on the internet because, you know, I wasn't working. So I figured I might as well. I, I mean, I was working, but I wasn't actually working. I was just on the internet all day today. So I thought. I, I hope your boss listens too. I, I know, Man. right? <laughs> it's confessions with his students. Jeez, I hate this guy and I don't actually work where I work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was checking the to see what the internet hate is, right? And most mm. people are actually legitimately excited for this. And they're like. Look, after the Sweep the Lake music video and how much fun that was, this could be great, especially with the whole the past couple of years of the Justice for Johnny and all this crap. And it just it feels like I'm okay with this being a comedy series because I don't think it's gonna be like slapstick comedy. Just it's gonna be, hey, we know what we're doing. We're winking at the audience kind of thing. And these two guys are very, very funny. So I think it'll be have its serious moments, but you know, be funny. I I yeah. think I think this has a lot of potential. Uh, and the writers behind this man, like the guys that did Harold and Kumar, Hot Tub Time Machine. I mean, yeah, it had a few gross out humor moments, but for the most part, those are solid funny movies. So yeah, I'm really pumped. Um, the- I was I, I was just surprised that normally something like this you will catch wind of before the big announcement this this really just kind of came out of left field like 
no expectations for this being a, an announcement today. Yeah. And that's kind of cool because in the, today's day and age, there are very few surprises on the internet, especially for something that is kind of in, you know, our wheelhouse that, you know, you normally would hear a rumor about. Exactly. And I didn't hear anything. Did you? No, no. In fact, I got the post this morning in our group and I yeah. said, hell no. And then immediately I'm like, okay, I've been burned. I need to check other sources. Then I saw Variety, Rolling Stone, like all these big sites. I'm like, okay, this isn't clickbait. This is for real. And then I read, uh, here's the Variety report, which gives a little bit more detail. It says a sequel series to the Karate Kid classic film is set to launch on YouTube Red, currently titled Cobra Kai. The series will reunite original film stars Ralph Macchio and William Zabka. The 10-episode half-hour series coming to YouTube Red in 2018 picks up 30 years after the events of the 1984 All-Valley Karate Tournament. The down-and-out Johnny Lawrence seeks redemption by reopening the infamous karate, uh, Cobra Kai Karate Dojo, reigniting his rivalry with a now-successful Daniel LaRusso, who has been struggling to maintain balance in his life without the guidance of his mentor, Mr. Miyagi. Now, here's what I hope. I hope that this is actually just a good, like, rivalry where it's like, you know, it's like a competition, not like they really hate each other because by the, you'll kind of ruin the end of the of the first movie where Johnny, mm-hmm. you know, he turned against his sensei and, you know, from the words of Zapka himself, when people are like, oh, that turn was too fake. Like, no, that was his redemption. And he respected Daniel. Like, good job, LaRusso, at the end. You've seen they, they had a good friendship, especially Mr. Miyagi saved his life. He almost died in part two. So wait. The way I picture it, though, is that, I mean, like they say, Johnny Lawrence has been down on his luck. He is down and out. I picture him kind of um, being uh, resentful of Daniel. Like, I was king of the world. I mean, very much like these sweep the leg lyrics. Like, I was the king of 1985. (laughs) Right. I was the man. You took everything away from me. My sensei left me. You know, you embarrassed me. And, like, yeah, in the moment it was great. But, I, you know, now... When was I at my greatest? I was at my peak in high school. I'm going to try and reclaim my past glory. Oh, there's so much potential that can happen in this, man. Oh, what I love is it, within the next year, I've got Top Gun 2. I've got a Karate Kid series. And I've got Drago back in the ring. It's like I'm 10 years old all over again. I know. I just read that today that Sylvester Stallone will fight We'll fight Dolph Lundgren. I'm like, get the hell out of here. No way. I'm it's like, all happening all over again. Drago's back. <laughs> this is great, man. Oh, the 80s are back. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, this the is... 80s, that was 70 years ago. <laughs> but, do, you get, do you get that reference, sir? I barely hear her, so I heard something about 80s and then years ago. Okay, say it louder. The 80s. Tabby, speak into the mic. The 80s, that was 70 years ago. Ah, boom. Do you get that reference now? She's talking about the Back to the Future. No, grown-ups, no! man. The, the stupid kid. Oh, grown-ups. Yeah, that stupid kid that always, that drinks milk from the from the booby that he's like 12 years old. <laughs> yes. and he, he's like, the 80s, that was 70 years ago. He's like, and then he's like, 2 plus 2 equals 47. You know, that, that dumb kid. Yeah, and yeah. then he said 8 plus 9 is 28. Yeah, so, you know, she loves the quote that movie for some apparent reason. I have no idea. It's only that quote, though. I didn't, I didn't think we were going to have math jokes today. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm slow. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> so here's uh, here's an, uh, something that I want to have Tabby talk about. So as I was saying on Tuesdays, I've been having her watch some classic movies. So uh, you, sir, and I, we've reviewed a bunch of these movies together because uh, you love John Candy. I love John Candy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she loved, I got she watched Coming to America a little while ago, so that wasn't new. But I got her into Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I said, you want to watch a funny movie? We're going to watch this one. And I'm like, you remember the guy in Home Alone? I had to describe you know who he was. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when she no, saw, you said spaceballs. Oh yeah, spaceballs. She she yeah. she knew instantly spaceballs. So, give your review of planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay, which one is this again? This is the uh, the one in uh, Chicago where. Um, it's that one guy like. He's trying to get, get home. home. Yes, get home. Right. That, that I really liked that movie. It was really funny. At first, I thought that I would like hate it. But oh my gosh! What the heck was that? Kaylee! Watch out! Everybody, be careful! <laughs> what the hell are you doing? What? This is real podcast, folks. I love it. <laughs> this is gorilla podcast. <laughs> you tell her to be quiet, and what does she do? She knocks a bunch of crap over. This is oh. All right. So back to your review. That was not Batman. That was you. <laughs> now back to the review. All right. It was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> all right go on so you thought you were gonna hate it go on yeah i thought it would be really boring and not as funny as it really was but there was a lot of really funny parts especially in the hotel like when oh. he had his hands in between his butt cheeks um, between his legs not oh, his yeah. butt cheeks and then when those the, are pillows and then when the car blew up and then how his wallet burnt up and he was just laughing because <laughs> he got too like he got so oh. mad and Why don't like, you wipe that effing look off your effing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when he got drunk, that was funny too. Oh. So, okay, I had her watch a bunch of John Candy movies. After that, we did Brewster's Millions. I said, okay, this movie is fantastic. And uh, so that really that really surprised you as well because yeah, you... Yeah, and it was really confusing. He had, and it looked really hard because you have to spend $30 million in 30 days. So that's a million dollars a million dollars a day, right. And I had to pause the movie like a couple times. She's like, okay, but I don't get this. So I'd, I'd be like, okay, it's true. You do have to watch this movie a few times to get all the details. But she's like, well, look, he just bought that. How is that not held against him? So, you know, I had to do the explaining as we were watching it, which was cool. But by the end of it, she's like, yeah, that was really, really good. Uh, and then the last one, now, Uncle Buck. I have oh not seen this gosh, movie. I love that movie. I have not seen this <laughs> in, like, years. And I honestly remember not liking it as much. But after, right off the bat, Macaulay Culkin's like, get your fingers out of my arm, god damn it. It was, just, like, so great. Just so savage. <laughs> so what are your memories of Uncle Buck, sir? James mine scene. yeah that would be uh, you. i love I, I love that movie <laughs> yeah I, I i dig that movie quite a bit i actually just uh re-watched it kind of recently um when uh sarah and i were trying to do our uh top five john hughes movies list oh my God. um so i was doing some re-watches of ones that i hadn't seen in quite a while uncle buck was one of those that i hadn't seen in quite a while so i rewatched it it's just great i'm just john candy every time he the the, the I think five movies he did with John Hughes. He's just tremendous in all of them. Like he knew how to make John Candy really shine in those movies. Oh yeah. He's just, he's the lovable everyman. So what's your rank tabby for out of the John, Hughes, out of all the John Candy movies you've watched so far, what's your rank from top to bottom? 
So, like, between... Um, you got planes, trains, and automobiles, Brewster's Millions, Spaceballs, um, Uncle Buck, and then Home Alone doesn't really count, so... No. Okay, so the bottom is... No, start with number one. Oh, okay, number one is probably planes, trains, and automobiles. Good girl. And then Uncle Buck, and then Brewster's Millions, and then Spaceballs. Very good. What about you, sir? Fair enough. What's your rank? E planes, trains. Yes. Uh, Uncle Buck, Spaceballs, Brewster's Millions. Not bad. Not yeah. Bad. Something like that. So I never heard your John Hughes list. This is the hardest list I I think in the whole entire planet. So since John Hughes, John Hughes is my favorite director of all time, so I I, I mm-hmm. all of his movies are number one. So I have no idea how you even did a top five. So what what was your picks? I gotta hear this. Yeah, what what made it tougher is you know it was movies that were written and or directed by John Hughes because he only directed I think nine movies uh, in his career, but then he wrote a crap load more of them. So um, my number one was Planes Trains. Awesome. Mm. Uh, my number two was, I'm trying to remember. My number two was Vacation and Christmas Vacation. Oh, you tied Yeah, tied number two. <laughs> oh, cheat, I always tie. You cheat. You cheated I, on this one. I never have just five on my top five. Never. Um, my number three was Ferris Bueller's. My number four yes. was... Uh, my number four was Breakfast Club. Very good. And uh, my my number five was oh come on think idiot Great Outdoors, another John John Candy movie. Very good. Yeah, I haven't uh done the Great Outdoors yet. And then you sp- Summer oh, Rental. Oh, you gotta do Great Outdoors. I haven't seen Summer Rental yeah. since I was six, so I honestly don't remember anything that happened in that movie. And the only thing I remember happening in Great Outdoors. Is the big bear scene and then the na 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 at the end. That yep. that's it. That's all I remember. You gotta watch them. Yeah. Uh, so. I, yeah, I definitely have to since we're on a John Candy kick. And then her favorite <laughs> movie out of all of them, which I tried to explain the concept, and she's like, I don't. I'm like, I don't get it. And I'm like, I said. There, you will never see a movie like this again. Oh the, my the, gosh, I love this movie. This is the only movie like this, and it it cannot be cannot be redone. It's an original. And she's like, okay, RoboCop. I love this movie. Oh my gosh. So tell your thoughts on RoboCop. Okay. You no. loved RoboCop? Yes, I did. She, she loved, I mean, like, L-O-V-E loved it. I mean, like dude is she like giggling in the background yeah because like when we were watching it she was going <laughs> off on people like oh i guess you shouldn't have done that you don't you oh, know yeah. and, and then when oh, okay so, so from at the end you know how they like try and blow up robocop and that one guy celebrates too early and tr- and says the things he blew him up i said you shouldn't have celebrated too early bucko so okay so I, I look I had the director's cut on, which is even more violent, of course, right? So I looked over mm-hmm. at her face during the, the shootout, and her mouth drops. And she looks over at me, and she goes, how can this guy be RoboCop when he's dead? And that That's exactly what came out of That's word for word what she said. I'm just like, that's how he becomes RoboCop. <laughs> it was great. It's a good question. Very good question. So, uh, yeah, 
tell me your other what else did you love about the movie okay well first off when you mentioned this movie to me i was like i'm probably not gonna like this movie it seems boring and then the first when you first turned it on and that one guy died they showed murphy's so i'm like oh this is clearly robocop because he's gonna be the next person to die and then of course there comes this big old shootout and then it just surprised me a lot because like they blew off the arms it looked like a video game at first and then after that like i just got way more into the movie yeah Ooh, and a lot of bit to me was funny mm-hmm. like when he celebrated too early that was really funny yeah i mean this movie is really i mean it, it makes fun of violence so i mean it's so over the top it's ridiculous so uh i mean you love robocop sir right <laughs> absolutely right yeah does it is silly how they it is so uber violent but you know, it, they they get away with it. Like I remember seeing it as a kid, and it scarred me when I was a kid. It was so uber violent. Yeah, you burnt the effing money right off the bat. At that moment, she was hooked. Right when you know you burned the money, so good. Um, okay, so then I was like, all right, let's show RoboCop two. So oh so here's gosh. so with me, I have I have a love hate relationship, I guess, with RoboCop two because. I've always mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I want to watch it because I want to see RoboCop, but there were various things that I just didn't really like too much, you know, especially the kid. He looks like Paul Walker. Oh it's pretty gosh. crazy. But after all these years, I've definitely, I definitely like it way more now than I ever did before. So uh, I haven't really got into it with you. What did you think of RoboCop 2? Okay, so clear, I really like number one way better. But, as everybody else yeah, does yeah but like number two it was okay but i didn't really like the ending and the whole time i was so angry at the little kid even though he was a savage i was like i hope this kid dies and then as soon as spoiler alert as soon as he dies i almost started crying it was really sad 30 year spoiler alert there you go okay <laughs> do you like robocop 2 are, are you still there? I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I'm here. Shut up. All right. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I like it. It's 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 okay, but I think I. I, I mean, it's been a while since I watched it, but I, I think I wanted to like it more than I actually did like it. That's me. Yeah. If that makes any sense. That yeah. makes perfect sense. That's ex- that's me. I wanted to like it more than I did, which I like it more now. Um, I have three. I need to rewatch it again, but my memories say that I enjoy three way more than I enjoyed two. I don't. Yeah, know I'm with you on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Number so, two has a lot of really gross scenes, like when they cut the guy open. Yeah, really gross. So, number three is PG-13, so the violent. At that point, uh, RoboCop became kid friendly, so part three is PG-13. And then they made a TV series, and then. Yeah, it, it gets pretty crazy. but uh, So, yeah, th- those are some of the older movies I got Tabby in uh, recently, which was pretty fun. It, it was pretty cool to uh, to kind of relive those moments through her. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we did two horror movies. Uh, I talked about Lights Out on the last oh. episode, which was just oh, – I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, – Dog Soldiers, which oh my is my—that's my second favorite mm. werewolf movie. And dude, I'm telling you, man, 
she, Tabby didn't. I think she watched it once in her life, but she didn't remember most of it. But she was laughing so hard because she was so scared. She was so terrified that I, she wouldn't shut up. I'm like, what's so funny? She goes, I can't stop laughing. I'm like, are you scared? She says, I'm terrified. I was like, why are you laughing? <laughs> It was really funny when the wolf tried to get in and the guy just started beating him with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are some funny parts in there, but uh, I've never seen her so... T- I mean, she was watching it with a blanket over her head with, like, one eye out, and she's just ball- <laughs> she's bawling laughing. I'm like, I don't understand this. This isn't a comedy. Why are you laughing? She goes, it's so scary. And then she started laughing again. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that was cool. That was fun. I've never laughed at a werewolf. That's funny. That's good. Like that. Yeah, that, that was pretty fun. So what about you? What have you been watching uh, recently outside of all these theatrical flicks? <laughs> have you had a chance to revisit revisit any older stuff or not really? Um, Like older movies? Not a ton. I've just kind of been watching uh you know trying to get through some netflix series that i'm behind on and you know just trying to keep up with all the garbage that comes into theaters um yeah it, it there there hasn't been a whole lot else you know like i rewatched the planet of the apes movies in preparation for that and and stuff like that um but yeah it's mostly been just kind of trying to catch up on flicks that i may have earlier this year and um I got hooked on the uh, Netflix series The Ozarks recently. I've been kind of digging on that quite a bit. So cool. That's, I don't, that's what I. I that's, you know, I just watching. I don't know that one. Movies. I have a question. You have a question. All right. What's your okay. question? Okay. So he gave a review about one of my favorite shark movies. The one I've seen. Mm-hmm. In my very mm-hmm. first shark movie. He said it was complete trash. I went in there. Oh boy. And mm-hmm. I watched the movie and I almost peed my pants. How was that trash? <laughs> Oh, be gentle, Jameson. Be gentle. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was, thought it was a, a horrendous script. Like, it just made no sense. Um, I mean, it was the sharks, cool. But the sharks were barely in the movie, right? I mean, the no! sharks just kind of went by a few times. You only got to really see the sharks a couple of times. He said um, there and was no... Mandy Moore was really bad. He said there were no shark attacks, but there were some shark attacks in there. Like that one dude, he died, and he, how is there not a shark attack? Like if somebody died, he clearly a shark attack. I don't. Yeah, know. but you don't really see the shark attacks. Like you see the aftermath of the shark attacks. I, you know, you see a shark go by, and then you see a an arm fall. What what you I want to see a shark attack. Kind of what I said. You know, in the last episode, the thing I enjoyed the most out of the movie was the darkness, when you didn't know oh what the God. what what was happening. That's what really made it scary is when they're swimming, Duh. and it could be a shark, it could be a jellyfish, anything could get you. You know, that's what I really the you know enjoyed. Fish. But then I watched The Shallows again, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've I've watched that three times the past month. That's I, how that's how it should be done. Yeah. The flare I wish really I would have saw that in the theater, man. Oh yeah. So, you know what? It, it just yeah. drives me insane is is the is the making of the shallows. How ninety percent of it is fake, and mm-hmm. you could mm-hmm. not tell. I mean, she wasn't really out in the freaking ocean. It's just a studio. <laughs> it's all CGI, and the shark is one hundred percent fake, and it's mm-hmm. the greatest looking shark out of all the shark movies. It's amazing to me. Yeah. And I think the budget wasn't even that. It probably almost that of a sci-fi movie, you know, a sci-fi network movie. So yep. 
I don't. It, yeah. That is filmmaking, people. So, I don't. I love that it. I agree. Even look fake though. Oh, good times. Um. Okay. So speaking of Netflix shows, were you the one that said you didn't like Iron Fist? Oh, I hate it. What? What the hell? Yeah. Dude, Jessica yeah, yeah, Jones. Yeah. I'd rather blow my brains out than watch the Jessica Jones episode again. Iron Fist. Dude, is... the guy. The, no, the guy who plays Iron Fist is one of the worst actors I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> oh my god. He has zero personality. <laughs> he has zero ability. Zero charisma. Like everything else about the show was way better uh, than he was. He was the weakest part, and to the point where I am. Not as stoked as I was uh, nine months ago for the next chapter of all of this. After I got done watching Luke Cage, I'm like, bring it all on. I can't wait to see all this come together. And then I watched Iron Fist. I was like, I'll get to it when I get to it, I guess. Like, I'm not going to take two days and watch the whole run when it comes out. I'll get to it when I get to it. Luke, uh, you know, yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke Cage is the best. Uh, but I did... Right. When, the first time I watched Daredevil Season 2, I didn't like it. But when I re-watched it after Iron Fist, that especially with all the, you know, all the... the, vil- the what's the... What the hell's the name of the villain? Um, not the foot, but... Uh, what's the main villain of the Defenders? The... Steve? <laughs> no, you know the, <laughs> the name of the ninjas. What the hell are they called again? The not the foot. The foot, the foot clan, right? No, that's, that's turtles. turtles. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, Daredevil season two is much better the second time around when you watch it, especially you know because it sets up the defenders, you know, with Electra and everything like that. So, um, I really, really enjoy season two much, much more, especially with the Punisher right around the corner. So. Uh, I'm excited for the Defenders yes. just to see Luke yes. Cage again and Daredevil again comes out on my anniversary, so that's going to be an awesome anniversary present right there. So I'm excited for that. Um, Very good. So upcoming movies, man. Um, hmm. I don't know what what am I going to go see? Because you know, unlike you, I don't get to see every movie uh, there is. Uh, I think my next plans <gasps> the are Death Movie. Oh, death uh, Death wish. No, no. Well, death wish. That was a cool trailer, but happy death day on uh, Friday 13th. That looks good. Groundhog's day with, uh, you know, uh, the horror movie version. What do you think? Do you think that'll be a good, uh, horror movie? Cause you were telling me about, you saw some really good horror movies this year, uh, that I, that I missed. Uh, what were those? What were your recommendations? Since you're the non horror guy, what are your recommendations? Cause you know, if you like it, then obviously it's gotta be pretty good. What did I tell you to see that came out this year? It was, um, I'm trying to remember which, which horror movies I saw. There's, there's been a couple. I'm, I'm actually kind of stalling as I'm looking. Um, oh, sorry. no, go ahead. <laughs> do you, do, uh, do you remember? Um, I think you said one of them's on Netflix now, I think, but I can't remember. Oh like, yeah. 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 The, the void, the void, the, the okay. void. Okay. Because yeah. for, for me... That's light... a good one on Netflix. That's well worth checking out. Okay. Because Lights Out is last year, right? So that doesn't count for this year? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I didn't want to turn the right. off. Ugh. That sucks. I wish it was this year because that would easily have been in my top five movies of the year. But and... Yeah, that was great. Now, did you watch Don't Don't Breathe? Uh, yeah. You know, I liked it, but it was it doesn't hold a candle to Lights Out. In my opinion, so. I everyone loved "Don't Breathe" last year, like it was the best. 
uh, horror movie. Everyone was going on and on about it, and I, I thought I felt like I was one of the lone voices going, "Lights Out" is way better. I yeah. mean, it's a similar concept, but it's a way better execution. And and I, I everyone was going like ranting and raving about how great "Don't Breathe" was. I was like. It's got shock value to it, but I thought Lights Out was way better. Well, number one, in Don't Breathe, uh, you have no likable characters because they're all bad guys. Right, you exactly. Just, you just have one person who's worse than the other than your main people. So, uh, pff, Lights Out has likable people. You have an awesome brother who's not annoying. You have an awesome boyfriend who's not a douchebag and actually cares for his girlfriend. I mean, look at what he does at the end of the movie. That's pretty awesome. Uh, yep. you know, you have, uh, what's it? Margo, uh, oh, God, what's from Coyote Ugly and Payback, and uh, and Grown Ups, Maria Bello, I think is her name. <laughs> yeah. She was, yeah. she was great. Uh, and then just the concept alone, I, dude, it was lights out is fantastic. It's, I, that was one of the only movies where I watched it one day and I had to watch it the next day. I, I could not get enough for that movie. Yeah. Uh, Lights Out was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I like Don't Breathe, but again, there's it's nobody really, to like. You know, really everybody up. sucks. So who cares? If everybody died in that movie, I'd be cool with it. Really, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I don't like that. Movie. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Lights Out. It was like, oh man, I hope I hope that girl makes it through, man, because that girl, man, she is. Oh, the main girl, she was awesome. So, just the sister, it, complete, yeah, complete opposite. Everybody's likable. It was great, fantastic. Yeah, she didn't do. She didn't do anything wrong. She she doesn't deserve bad karma. She she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, she's just an innocent girl. Where yeah, don't breathe. They're all dirtbags breaking in people's houses. Yeah, trying to steal stuff. Yeah, the worst thing that she Get does is the worst thing she does is, is she likes death metal. That's it. Who cares? So, <laughs> I mean. You know, right. you know how many people would be executed right now if, because they like death metal? I mean, come on, seriously. It's like, whatever. So. Yep. <sighs> and the, whoever played the one girl that's in Lights Out, like the main girl mm-hmm. that like, killed people. Yeah. Like the ghost. Right. Or, yeah. That, she was scary. Yeah, very much so. Um, all right, sir. So uh, kind of switching gears a little bit. Uh, you know, it's been a little rough because, you know, you and I, we've been uh, – We've been podcasting together for quite a long time, um, and mm-hmm. something that you know you and I have resonated with the fans of the show big time is our love of Lincoln Park, and we have right. many many STL fans that have gotten into it because of us or have the same appreciation as us, and uh, the the loss of uh, of Chester has been pretty devastating. Uh, you know, a celebrity death, you know, usually hits people in different ways. But, you know, this one's pretty brutal for me. And, and the the worst thing is, is when I when I go back and I listen to some of my all time favorite Linkin Park songs and I and I listen to the lyrics of Given Up, which I just love that song just because of the beat and stuff. But I mean, that's clearly uh, a cry for help suicide song. And then uh, just for what happened, it, it's been pretty, pretty crazy. Um, I don't know, man. I don't, how, yeah. how have you been dealing, uh, with this? Be- because it's, I don't know, man, this it, is kind of brutal for me. Yeah, no, I, you're, you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, I, it was, 
I went back and started listening to uh, more Linkin Park. You know, just kind of going back and kind of reminiscing and, and you know, a couple of their first albums, I mean, especially when they first came out. I mean, those I have a lot of nostalgia to me, even like it, t- they take me back. I mean, listening to I remember the first time I ever went to France, um, I had the first Linkin Park album with me and it was one of only a couple of cds that i had brought a trip with me yeah. and so listening to it, it reminds me of just walking around paris for that week it was like i listened to that cd pretty much non-stop and it just um brought back a lot of those memories uh and i'm i'm just kind of amazed as i have been kind of going through a lot of their catalog just how many of their songs have really powerful lyrics yeah, you know, and, and especially for a group who, when they first came out, they were kind of compared a lot to like the Limp Biscuit type, the rap rock genre that was huge at the time in the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, but they actually had depth to them, and they actually and they grew. You know, you went from that first album to the third album. There was a huge jump in growth as a group, and in in the what they were talking about, and their musicality, and just everything about it. And you know. Chester was just a really, I think, really underrated frontman. Yep. You know, because when he first came out, he he was a kid. You know, he was just screaming for the most part. But the guy was really, really talented, and I think that it got overlooked uh, quite a bit because he was, you know, seen by a lot of people as oh, they think Park Gathered one of those uh, screamo type bands. But uh, yeah, it's it's been tough. He's young, man. He's my age. That's young. Yeah. You know, it, Chester really didn't start singing. You know, like, uh, Minutes to Midnight is my favorite Linkin Park album. I will stand up for that CD till I am black and blue because a lot of people don't like it, but there was so much diversity on that album. And mm-hmm. Chester's vocals really got insane on that record. And he really took the time to not do screamo. I mean, he, there's plenty of screamo songs on there, but I mean, mm-hmm. le- leave out mm-hmm. all the rest. I mean, dude, if you, the chorus alone is pretty crazy. When my time comes, forget the wrong that I've done. Help me leave behind some reasons to be missed and don't resent me. And when you're feeling empty, keep me in your memory, leave out all the rest. I mean, how much does that song resonate on the day he died? I'm, it, it was right. like f- so foreshadowing I, I didn't know he struggled with depression and you know de- depression and suicide have a lot of uh a lot of hitting home for me because you know my wife suffers with depression and uh you know she it takes it takes it's hard to find the right medication and we had a lot of stumbling blocks but you know luckily uh she's on the right meds for her and, uh, you know, I'm definitely, as she says, I'm a rock, which which is great. But some people out there, that that battle, is as much as they might love the people around them, sometimes the battle of depression is just too strong and they give in. And it's such an unfortunate thing. I've lost two people to suicide in, in five years. And uh, it's pretty crazy um, and heartbreaking. And it's just... You know, if you have anybody that suffers with depression or have bipolar or anything like that, just, you know, always stay on them, always be supportive, always, you know, help them with their struggles or tribulations with changing meds or whatever the case may be, because they're not the easiest people to live with. But 
you know, they can't help what's going on in their brain. And when I watched one of Chester's last interviews about the stuff that's going on in his head, how he has to try not to listen to it, it was pretty scary. So, um, you know, I, maybe that's a lot of the reasons why I try to, I don't know, just not listen to the music too much out there today because it's like, with these lyrics like this, how many other artists out there are going to kill themselves in the next five years? You know, it, I don't know. I, yeah. It's it's a terrible thing to think about, but I the re, I think the reason Chester did it is because, you know, of his best friend dying and he did it on his birthday, you know, from Soundgarden. Uh Chris Cornell, right? Yeah. That's his name. I mm-hmm. mean, look look at that guy. Yeah. His voice was insane. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard a voice like that. I don't know. Yeah, he was he was in my Chris Chris Cornell was in my, you know, small handful of uh favorite v- vocalists just the the things he could do with his voice were incredible for especially for a guy who's you know in a rock band not expected to um and again i mean it's it's it has nothing to do with talent i mean you could be the most talented person be the the richest guy and have millions of adoring fans and selling albums and all of these things and you would think you and i as regular joes would think oh man i'd be i would be the happiest person in the world if i could have that but it's not that you know it's it's a chemical thing in your brain yep and a lot of times most times it's things that can't be controlled and and no matter what you you know it's the hard part is is a lot of times people don't give signs when robin williams killed himself people started looking back and going Oh wait, maybe there were triggers, and unfortunately, most of the time, it doesn't come until afterwards. People start to see the signs, like, yeah. "Oh wait, now things are starting to make sense." And so it, it just kind of reminds you to be aware, to be aware of people around you that that you know everyone. We're all here for the same reason. We're all we all have our own struggles, one way or the other. Right. And just be good to each other and help out each other and look for things, look for people that need help one way or the other, maybe lend that helping hand instead of being a jerk. You know, it's just, it's sad that too often that you, you know, it all comes together when it's too late. Yeah. You know, especially if you're listening to this and and you think you struggle with depression or whatever, you know, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox, but one thing is to not be ashamed of it because you know, if you had cancer, you would get help, right? If you had right. if you had headaches, you would get help. It's the same thing if you have depression. It, you were born with it. It's just a chemical imbalance in your brain, and you need the meds to correct it to, to correct your serotonin. That's all that it is. So there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a, you're not a bad person. There's you're not a freak or anything like that. It, it happens. Everybody has something, but the people some people that have depression are just so ashamed. They don't want to get treatment mm-hmm. and, and they fall down that road. So, you know, look, f- especially if you have people close to you, look for the signs, you know, and if you really care for them, you can see it. And, uh, you know, if they're really your friend, they'll listen to you. So, uh, right. you yeah. know, I don't want to get things depressing and stuff, but it's definitely hit me hard. And it's like, man, I'm just I, I've been listening to a lot of it. And I kind of was thinking, what are my two favorite Linkin Park songs, you know, like my all time favorite, but then what's my favorite Chester performance. So, and I kind of asked you this, I don't know if you had a chance to think about it, but do you have your, uh, your two favorite Linkin Park songs, like your all time favorite, and then your favorite one just based on Chester's performance? Yeah. I mean, that is so tough. I did think about it. You, you, you sent me this before the show. And, um, it's so hard to narrow down um 
Yeah. Like right now, right where I'm at right now, I think I would say that my favorite Linkin Park song ever is Breaking the Habit. I think Breaking the Habit is a powerful song in so many ways. Um, It hits really close to home, and I really dig everything about that song. So I think that would be my, at the moment, my favorite song that Linkin Park did. Um, Great video. And then, I mean, when you're talking about favorite, like, yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. Um, When you're talking about... you know, favorite, favorite uh, song, something that really showcases what he's capable of. You know, there's a few different ones. It's really hard. Um, so I got a couple. There's kind of two of them that come to mind. One of them is Shadow of the Day. I really, really like Shadow of the Day. It's it's really deep. It it it's uh, it showcases some of the things he can do. And the other one is New Divide. New Divide, I think, is just beautiful. Yeah. And uh, it shows off a lot of the, you know, I like it when he was able to show off his melodic side as well. Yeah. And I think those two are really, really good showcases. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, man, Breaking the Habit, fantastic. Because the video reminds me a lot of uh, Take On Me in ways. And I think that's, and that that <laughs> that song got on pop radio. I think that's really when they transitioned to like where they weren't just the typical rock, hard rock band where they could be played on your typical, hey, mm-hmm. you know, we play, you know, rap and rock on this station, but we'll play some Linkin Park. Uh, oh, sorry. There goes my alarm, folks. Sorry. Oh. That, that, it's a sign for Tavi, you know, usually for eating diabetic stuff. It's all good. So, um, Breaking the Habit's fantastic. I would say my favorite, though, would pro- I got to go with Lying From You would be my all-time favorite. And then my favorite Chester song would be Leave Out All the Rest. Just because I've, oh, always, that's good one too. I've always loved that song, but now the song really, really means something. So, um, you know, I, I, de- I boy. So yeah, we're definitely gonna have to play some Lincoln Park jams. These out of these four, well, I don't know which ones I'll throw up there. Maybe all of them. Who knows? I guess you'll find out when you get to the end of the episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that that's you know, the thing that is pissing me off about this whole situation is the amount of trash that the new album got that I've freaking have. I'm like, Hey, I was one of the first people to showcase, you know, heavy and say, look, yeah, this is a new direction for Lincoln park. And this song sounds awesome, but Nope. Everybody trashed that song, trashed the album. But the moment Chester died, Oh, this album is fantastic. It's great. I'm like, really, really? You know, that's what really pisses me off about this situation is like, yeah. oh, now I love an album that I absolutely hated. You know, yeah. I, I got to go off about the complainers. OK, I don't like to com- <laughs> I, I don't like to complain. All right. And I, I try to avoid complaining at all. But it's like, you know what? If you're just if you're just going to hate the hate, you know, it's like the definition of insanity is you do the same thing over and over, expect different results. That's the definition of insanity. Same thing if you are watching something or listening to something that you hate just so you can bitch about it to other people, that's insanity. You know, life is too short. I have way less time in my life to spend it watching TV shows that I don't like. If I don't like it, I'm not going to watch it. So do yourself a favor. Stop watching it and stop bitching about it on the Internet. That's all I'm going to say. I posted about this yesterday, a very lengthy post, and uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying, stop complaining. If you don't like something, don't watch it, okay? Like what you like, 
love what you love, don't like what you don't like, and just leave it alone. It's different if you're actually a true fan and something happens and it's irritating you, then that's legitimate. You can have conversations with people who have the same thing like you and I. We feel very different about the DCEU, but we have respectable conversations mm-hmm. about it because you want it to go one way and I like how it's going one way, but we're both fans, but you're not out there just throwing trash to throw trash. You have legitimate reasons of why you feel that way. That's okay. You're not hating just to hate, but there's other people that are just like, you know what? I'm Absolutely. Gonna, I'm going to watch this show because I hate this show. So I'm going to complain about it, especially because it's been on forever. Ugh. Soapbox over. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is just a random episode, folks. It's good to be back. Still, I love right? it. I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is good. Oh. We are fighting technical issues, but I am I am really. What? You're really what? I lost you there for a second. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Cause I, I... Wait, are you there? Hello? Yeah. Muslims. Hello. Are you there? I'm I'm keeping all this in, man. This episode is gonna be raw. It's great. I don't care. I said I said we are battling technical issues, but I'm having a lot of fun. It's true. We are battling the internet. They don't want us to record this episode, but screw those guys. Screw the internet. No, that's not. right. No, I blame Jason. You you blame who? Oh, cr- Jason. Oh, oh, you blame Jason. Okay, I thought I lost. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <sighs> good times. I also blame Charlie. So, uh, so yeah, outside of uh, Cheerful Charlie, who uh, who dumped us, what else do you want to talk about, sir? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, I don't man. know. What are we talking about? Uh, hey, last time we had... Oh, okay. Do you want to play uh, some What Movie Am I? Because uh, that'd be fun, because I don't have a movie, but I could come I, up with something. <laughs> I am not prepared for this. Oh, that's all right. Neither am I. That's okay. Good. Good, good, good. I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here and wearing pants at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> being on the sweet like podcast. You know. Oh man, Tabby, what are we doing now? Huh? <laughs> are you paying what attention? We... No. No. Oh, my goodness. This you know, this show, this show is not working if you refuse to pay attention. I'm sorry. It's true. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, auto commentaries. What next one should Tavi and I do? That's a good one. Let's talk about that because I like doing those. Right. Those are fun. What are the options? Do you have options? Uh, what's, yeah. What, what's an auto com- like where you watch it? And then yeah, like that's where. Comment? Yeah, we watch the movie and we discuss. Are we doing commentary horror? What? Uh, okay. Any any movie. We're we're throwing out suggestions. So. Uh, should we do categories? Then, sure, let's do we'll start with horror. What would be okay. a good movie? Um Dog Soldiers, um <laughs> let's see, um American Werewolf in London, Silver Bullet, um You know it's uh, So we're just uh, doing werewolf movies? <laughs> right. Monster Squad. We already uh, did Monster Squad, you goof. Okay. Um, Where were you at during that episode? Jeez Louise. Hey Gremlins. Dude, I uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious <laughs> watching her freak out watching that movie. That was great. Oh, Chucky. Um, no. Nightmare on Elm Street. Speaking of Chucky, um, I hope Glenn isn't in the new movie because that's gonna really piss me off. Who's Glenn? That would be the bisexual yeah, uh, little uh, Chucky doll. Ugh. Huh? Yeah, I don't think Glenn's in it. Yeah, I hope not. Um, okay, uh, let's do comedy. What would be a good one? Comedy action. What? You got any suggestions, sir? Actor? Or... 
It's not actor. Movie. Uh, like, Boy, this is going off the rails. This is a terrible episode. This, like, this is great. <laughs> I see you. I see you've been rewatching a lot of Lethal Weapon recently. Oh yes, sir. I I did the whole series in two weeks. Uh, I did he the first did, one. Me. Yeah, not you. Uh, and you know what's funny is Fonda comes downstairs and she's like, you know, this is my kind of movie, but I don't know why I hate this series so much. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. She always, she's always told me that since day one. So it's not like this is, you know, when you're married to somebody for like 16 years and then they do this surprise revelation Get where you're new like, information. Yeah. You're like, where the <laughs> hell was this information 16 years ago? At least this information I knew while we were dating that she didn't like lethal weapons. So I was okay with it, but it's, that like, is, that is Sarah's favorite uh, film series. Hells yeah, that's the best cop series ever. So she's got yeah. great taste. I think it's because I watched Bloodfather and I was so in love with that movie mm-hmm. that uh, I had to rewatch some Lethal Weapon. And it still stands up. I mean, uh, I freaking I love every single one of those movies. They're fantastic. You can't have one without the other. And 4, I, oh, four is so good. 4 is the one I've seen the least of and I love yeah, that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think I've only seen 4 a couple of times you know the first couple i've seen I, I couldn't even count but that fourth one yeah i think i only saw it a couple times yeah i love the ending because it's the only time yeah. joe pesci is actually uh like joe pesci that not a spaz yeah that story he tells it gives me chills every time i listen to it and just murtaugh or you know rig's face as yeah. he's hearing the story is just like you know baby you sent a weird angel but i got the message you know and yep. it was just, I love it. It's fantastic. I love the Lethal Weapon series. So I watched a super weird movie the, the other day. Yeah. Um, speaking of action heroes, uh, it was the newest directed on-demand movie that Bruce Willis did um, called Once Upon a Time in Venice. Dude, it's so bad. It might be great. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. It's. Go ahead. It, it, it's, it's. Like old Bruce Willis, you know, he's a retired cop, you know, big shock there. Um, but he's also like a uh, big time skateboarder, Bruce oh, Willis. Okay. Skateboarder. Um, and uh, he's like a private investigator. And I mean, it's somebody steals his dog and he goes out chasing it. So at one point you end up seeing uh, fully nude Bruce Willis on a skateboard skating down a street. <laughs> That's not pleasant. Also in the movie, though, is uh, because it takes place in Venice Beach, California. Also in the movie is Jason Momoa, who plays like the guy. Well, he's the guy that steals Bruce Willis's dog. And and then you have John Goodman, who is like the uh, surfing legend. Like everyone's like, oh, man, you are a surfing legend. He's like, I know. Like John Goodman. Like I want to see John Goodman up on that surfboard. Show me what that looks like. But I'm supposed to believe that this is a thing, but it's a, just a weird. The whole movie is surrounding Bruce Willis's dog getting stolen by Jason Momoa. It makes no sense. Wow, you know how you said uh, when you watched Bloodfather that this was the movie that told you Mel Gibson was back? Yeah. Why do I have a feeling that Death Wish will be the movie that shows Bruce Willis is back? Because that trailer was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. So it, it was great. I I like that trailer quite a bit. The- only thing that there's two things that worry me. First off, Eli Roth. Eli Roth is a horrible, horrible director. Just a terrible director. Um, and then the second part is I really love the the original Death Wish, and yeah. this movie is nothing, nothing like that. There's not not even close to like it's like 
they just borrowed the title and that's it. Yeah. Um, I think so I'm just hoping that it's not a good trailer, bad movie. I'm hoping it's good all around. Yeah. We'll see. I think it's half comedy, half like revenge flick. So it feels kind of it. It feels like it's it's orbiting a little too close to um, uh, the whole nine yards era Bruce Willis for me, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Like I don't like silly bruce willis and i hope it's not that right but you he know, needs to come back because he hasn't had a movie in theaters since he was walking around chernobyl with his kid in die hard five so we need he needs to get a movie in theaters did did die hard five come out after planet terror yes oh yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. all right because that's a movie that i watch every time it's on is grindhouse uh planet terror is just so off the balls crazy I love it, man. When all the disgusting pimples come out of people's faces, man, it's awesome. I, I love that movie. It's fantastic. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, I watched that. That's something for me and Fonda always have to watch whenever that's on. And then Death Race, we always skip the first half and go to the second half because the second half is always better than the first. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, uh, we got an email. Do you think we should hear what the STL Nation has to say, son? Who would email into this show? I know, right? Let's listen to it. All right, cool. All right, so Hurricane Andrew wrote in because he just happened to find out I was recording today. So good times. Here's what he had to say. Hey, Mike and Jameson, glad to hear. And he spells your name like he spells his kid's name, which is pretty awesome. So right. uh, glad to hear you guys are recording another episode tonight. Looking forward to hearing all the latest news from Mike Mack and America's co-host. I just got done listening to a bunch of old episodes from the STL vault. Why the hell would you do that, son? <laughs> I just finished Ghostbusters. Oh my gosh, which wow. you, which you did live. I never knew you done that. You've done live shows. I think I remember someone in the STL Nation uh, recently making a post about wanting to hear a live show or something. Yeah, that's because I posted a live video of the Fourth of July when I got <laughs> hit in the head by a firework, and then Charlie's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that was a great Facebook live video." And then I'm like, "I should maybe I should." I was actually thinking like I should do a Facebook live podcast episode. That would be badass, but I don't know how I'd pull that off with you on the other end. So, yeah. Well, you know, if uh, if we were in the same room, it would work. It, it would. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, that won't really go so good. So, uh, but he said that that'd probably be a big undertaking. But if you ever did it again, I'd tune in. Looking forward to the next episode. Talk to you soon, Hurricane Andrew. So thank you, sir, for writing nice. in. Good times. Uh, yeah, Facebook Live. I need to Tabby. She doesn't do Facebook Live. What do you do? Is I that... do Instagram Live with Jalen. Oh, Insta- oh, Instagram Live, yeah. La ti da. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who does Facebook Live multiple times a day. Who's that? I'm not gonna talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should. 
I shouldn't talk bad about people on this show. It's true. Because your, your boss listens and everyone listens and I don't want to talk bad about nobody. Right. It's the it's the confessions episode. That's what I should call this. The confessions episode. <laughs> STL confessions. This is that's like the weird eye Yankee. This is my confessions part eleven, but he never yeah. made part one through ten. Uh, those things always confuse me. You know, when I, when I was a kid and I I rented uh, uh, Leonard Part Six. Uh, Leonard Part Six. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Hounding the video store clerk for the first five. <laughs> you are a dumb kid. I I was the same way. I was like, I don't get it. Where's the other five? And and yeah. and like, you know, there's only House One and House Two. I had no idea there's more than more. There's more than Part Two. Like there's a three and a four and a five. Like when did this I happen? never knew. I found out about this like a couple months ago when Brian was telling me about it on the show. I was like, wait, what? I've seen one and two. I thought that was it. I thought that was the whole thing. Yeah. I can I can only imagine how great those are. And two is fantastic, man. I, I love two. Oh, I love both of them. They're they're great. Um, I even showed Tammy those. She'd freak out, especially yeah. the way she's been freaking out lately. <laughs> Yo, <Yeah>. wuss. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, biggest movie of the summer. Didn't see that coming. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I love the uh, my favorite thing about the um, Comic Con was when uh, DC came out and held a big panel yeah. just to announce that Wonder Woman two was a go. I was like, is that the most let down announcement? Of course it is. <laughs> like we've got a big announcement to make. We're making another Wonder Woman. Like no kidding. Really? You like? like printing money like uh, we're gonna keep doing that you know the, the one that's really successful we're gonna try and make another one of those yeah like, great, I, they, guys. they were smart in doing the justice league trailer with kicking it off with her i mean that was pure brilliant you had to do yeah. that uh, now when you were on uh what hello oh my gosh huh? whoa i that was terrible man this pot you know we what were I- we were joking I don't know. I lost you there for a second. You know what? This reminds me of our Predator episode where, you know, we recorded six times every time we got to Jesse Ventura. We just could not. It took us four and a half hours to record that episode. <laughs> oh my it, was, God. it was insane. That's how this episode feels. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? We're going to persevere. It's okay. Um, That's right. I I think on Flicks, I heard you say that you didn't enjoy the Justice League trailer. So I guess that should be no surprise to Masoonis mm-hmm. here. But uh, did you like anything in it at all, or was it just no? It's it sucks. So it felt like more more the same. More the same. Eh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I like Alfred. I guess. That's cool. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish, yeah. I, I wish, you know, I, I get it. I really do. You know, it just, it sucks. You know, at least with the Dark Knight trilogy, you and I got excited when we talked about it. But now it's like, eh, it's a, it's a one-sided conversation. It kind of sucks. So, eh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't, I can't build up a false, a false excitement for these movies. It's okay. I don't want to watch Spider-Man Homecoming. I'll wait till that hits the, the DVD bin in Walmart. That's when I'll watch that movie. So. Perfect. I could give her two rips about that. Did you like that movie? I didn't, I never paid attention to find out if you liked it. Uh, I like I like parts of it. Um, I, I really liked Michael Keaton. I thought he was really good. Um, I like parts of it. Parts of it were really frustrating to me though. So I, it was okay. Good. Then I know not to watch it. Awesome. That's all I needed to hear. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I needed. Uh, what else? What else? Hmm. I don't know. What are you excited to see coming out? 
What's what's coming soon that you want to see? Ah, uh, happy a, death day. Happy death day. Happy death day. Right. Uh, I'm excited to see the new Kingsman movie. You ever see Kingsman? I the have, first? I am like Dan. I am in his category of brother. Uh, you got to watch it. I know, man. I hear good things. Um, yeah. I will definitely watch. Okay, so let's check it out. Uh, upcoming movies. Uh, Annabelle Creation. Uh, which is um, yeah. I haven't seen the first one, so guess I'm not gonna watch that one. Yeah. Uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. I'm like 50-50 on. I don't know if I'm gonna like that movie or not. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Patty Cakes has that awesome rap battle scene in the trailer that makes me interested to want to watch that. So Patty Cakes, um, this year at our film fest back in April, that movie showed at our film fest, and it was like one of the big hit movies. You know, that was like four months ago, and that was uh, I think the final movie of the fest that in world um uh, lost city of z were the two final movies of the film fest and I, unfortunately i couldn't couldn't make it and uh i heard all i heard was like patty cakes was incredible and I'm like well great when's it come out and they're like oh middle of august <laughs> oh, crap oh, so i'm really hoping that word of mouth is correct and that they didn't change anything in the meantime and i'm kind of excited for it okay um goon is having a sequel really oh my gosh i love goon really that's a good movie. <laughs> they'll get to it how does this movie yep, have i like a, goon a lot it's how does part two that doesn't come out till september 1st how does it have a 57 percent rating on rotten tomatoes already that makes i don't no know sense. how that works that makes no sense um okay so the remake of mm-hmm. it uh let me ask you should mm-hmm. i watch the original prior to this new one um, I don't think you need to. Uh, I rewatched the original fairly recently, and it uh, it's not great. Like, uh, there's, I mean, I really, really, I love it, but there's a lot. It feels very dated. You know, it doesn't hold up really well. Like Tim Curry's still amazing, but a lot of it feels super dated. Um, I'm really excited for this new one. I think it looks awesome. Okay. I'm really hoping it's awesome. Sweet. So. Uh, yeah. the next movie I'm going to the theater for is American Assassin. Yeah, that looks good. Because my boy Dylan O'Brien, who is amazing in, I mean, let's face it. He was, I kind of, when I love Teen Wolf, okay. I am mm-hmm. a hardcore Teen Wolf lover. Same as Tabby over here. It's not just, it's an MTV show. It's okay. I'm not like those kind of people. I'm like, I'm flat out. I love it. It's like the new Buffy Watch because of the week. mythology and stuff. So I always knew Dylan O'Brien. I, I said from day one, I said it because he was so awesome as Styles. I said, if this guy ever leaves the show, I'm done, right? So, of course, he got into that terrible car accident filming, right. you know, the Maze Runner. So last year in Teen Wolf, they did a really good job of changing the story around to where he disappears and they have to find him. And what they do is to everybody forgets who Styles is. So they do a really good job of, you know, Dylan O'Brien is absent. He's still in a few episodes, but not every episode like, you know, he normally would have been. But due to the accident, you know, they had to figure it out. So story wise, it was fantastic of making everybody forget who this guy is and trying to slowly his memory start coming in and just build a story off of it. 
So in this new season, I'm the final season. I'm like, okay, so Dylan O'Brien now has this American Assassin movie coming out. He looks badass. He's like bigger and buffer. He's got these awesome martial arts moves. I'm like, this is my kind of movie, and it's got my favorite character from Team Wolf in it. But the question is, is he going to be in the last season of Team Wolf? And sure enough, they're bringing everybody back. He was in the first episode that just aired Sunday, the new Superman. Uh, which he started off in Team Wolf, which he's, you know, awesome. Uh, Dylan, uh, not Dylan, but uh, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler Hutchinson, uh, who's now Superman on Supergirl. You know, he's an awesome Superman. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen his performance as Superman on Supergirl or no? Um, just a little bit. Just I haven't watched a ton of Supergirl, but I have seen some of him on there. Yeah. What'd you think? I think it was fine. I mean, like, I I don't, I haven't been following Supergirl, so I just kind of was watching clips to see how the Superman looked. Okay, and and then uh, one of the guys in Arrow who came from Team Wolf, he's coming back. So they're they're trying to get everybody back for the final season, but but die? just knowing that Dylan O'Brien will be in it made me feel better. So as long as I know he's going to be in the show, I can handle missing him in an episode here or there. But uh, after Team Wolf's over, I think Dylan O'Brien, man, that guy, he's going to be the new big freaking star. So he's hmm. he's his charisma level, dude, is fantastic. I mean, I know you've never seen an episode of Team Wolf, but if there's one thing I could ever play you would be the particular scene in uh, it's called Void Styles, where he essentially channels Heath Ledger's Joker, where he plays the evil version of himself and the it will give you chills when you watch it. That's how good it is, dude. So nice. I love me some Dylan Bryan. I'm gonna have to send you that. Uh, but American Assassin, I'm looking forward to that. And then after that, uh, I have no idea what friend request is. It's probably another stupid oh, Facebook we, movie. No, we watched that. Oh in, God, it's in the preview for Forty Seven Years Down. It was that, yeah, Facebook thing. Yeah. Friend... Oh yeah, it's got to be like that. What was the other one? The. Uh... Oh. That movie oh, that was sucked. Terrible. It was utter garbage. You're just watching somebody's computer screen. Yeah. Well, they're all in. They're all in uh, Skype, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's awful. Best friend or who gives a crap? It was. Who terrible. gives a crap is right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then let's see. We have Flatliners remake. I don't that, know. that trailer does not sell me. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll pass that one. Blade Runner. Never seen the original, so I'm not excited for the sequel. But again, that's a, you know. My love for Harrison Ford just started. So, come on. I know I'm behind, (laughs) but it's all good. So, um, happy Death Day. I'll go see that October 13th. And then. Sounds like somebody wants to go with you. I know, right? Uh, And then after that, Thor Ragnarok. I'll see that for sure. And then Justice League. uh, And then, uh, you know, Star Wars and Pitch Perfect 3. Uh, which will be which will be awesome. So mm-hmm. those are the movies I'm excited for. Uh, you know, my most anticipated movie of the year was Wonder Woman, and it's my favorite movie of the year. So I'm already anything else is just you know icing on the cake at this point in time. So yeah, it, you know it's all good. Um, you know, rewatched Fate of the Fury uh, Furious, which uh, you hated that movie, so that was awesome. What? Yeah, yeah, good Number time. Eight? Yeah, yeah. J- Jameson hated that movie. <laughs> It's every movie you like. Half. A, I think I gave it one star. It's. What? What is it? It's like, he he goes to a movie and he's like, would Mike like this? I'm, 
That's what I think when I go in. I'm like, what would Masunas feel about this movie? And I've got to go the opposite. It's true. You purposely think that, and you're like, this is what Mike would think of it. What's the complete opposite score I could give this? There you go. <laughs> it's all good. Yep. But at least we agree where it counts, and that's the 80s and 90s. So there mm-hmm. you go. That's all. <laughs> that's all that matters. So uh, yeah, out of uh, out of that list, uh, you know, not not too bad. So um, yeah, next year will be pretty interesting. We get the Maze Runner final movie there. Uh, you know, and supposedly Avatar two. Who gives a crap about Avatar? Oh my god! Talk about just waiting for decades for a sequel that nobody cares about. I want my True Lies two. Forget that Avatar two crap. <laughs> Right. God. Hey, I saw Tom Arnold on on uh, Battle of the Network Stars a few weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Is that guy out there? Man, I don't know if he did all the coke before he got there or what. But <laughs> he, he was like deranged. He could not. He was just. Have you watched any of this new Battle of the Network Stars game show? Uh, no. I have no idea what it is. So explain this to me. All right, so Battle of the Network Stars is... I've been watching it on Hulu. I, I'm guessing it's on TV, but um, it was a big thing back in the 70s and 80s where they got, like, all of the big-name actors from each network, and they would have, like, their own little Olympic games every weekend. And you get, like, the big names uh, at the time. And then so now they're trying to recapture that. And so this time, Battle of the Network Stars is... They break them off into different things. Like, the one episode was, like, child stars versus soap opera stars and like so the child stars you had like blair and tootie from the facts of life and uh you have dave coulier on the others i mean like they the 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 quotes around stars are really heavy on this like it's you got to stretch um you know multiple 90210 actors in this um and they just go out and like have foot races um and Dunk Tanks and Tug of War and um, Bronson Pinchot was in it. And uh, if you want to just have a really nice laugh, just a healthy laugh, just watch, just probably put it in your YouTube and just Bronson Pinchot running because uh, he <laughs> ran he ran a relay um, and he has an amazing style of running where I don't think his like his stride, I think his, his feet only get about six inches apart from each other as he runs. Wow. Just six little tiny steps as he's running. It's hilarious. It's it's amazing. But yeah, Tom Arnold was on there and uh yeah, he's full out crazy now. So uh, I th- I think it would be perfect for a true lies too. <laughs> I know, right? I mean he'd be even more <laughs> off the wall insane than he was in the first one. Uh, right, exactly. But okay, so I know that Terminator two three D is coming out, has or, or coming soon, or has that already come out? Because I want to see that movie. Because I think that'll be freaking amazing in 3D. Yeah, I, I don't think it's out yet. I, I don't, I'm not sure when it comes out, but I haven't heard anything about it recently. All right, so let's go to Facebook where I saw <laughs> it. And then let's type in Terminator 2. Let's see. This is great podcasting. Terminator 2. And then what does this movie come out? Terminator 2. Come on. Come on, man. You got you got a field for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Terminator. This August twenty fifth. Well, that's only in a few weeks. God, I hope my theater gets this. Ah, uh, that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Man. I got a feel. What? What? Let's look. Let me look here. August twenty fifth. What comes out that weekend? See, so you got to look and see what's coming out that weekend. Are they gonna? 
give the theater the game, give the seats to something like a special event. Man, this, August twenty fifth. I'm in a small town, man. So I got one theater, and look, look. Here's the good thing: nothing comes out that week. Ooh. So that's good. Like I, I see nothing that has anybody, uh, any big stars in it. So yeah, you might get it. All right. Let. Me, I wonder. Okay. Let's see how far out I can go on this. Uh, nope. <laughs> Damn it. You're not, go, you're not going three weeks out. Yeah, I can't go three weeks out. Uh, special <laughs> events. Let's see if I'm getting any special events at the Lindo here. Uh, meet Poop Daddy, whoever that is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what, what's going on down at your theater? I don't know, man. The Princess Bride? No, I'll skip that one. Hey, hey. one of the best movies. <laughs> You guys should do. Oh, come on! That's your audio commentary right there, Princess Bride commentary. You want me to trash on a movie on an auto commentary? I mean, what do you think this is, Mystery Science Theater or what? Come on now. All right, I'm coming down to the house. We'll do it together. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I've only made one trip. I'm, I've made my one trip to Illinois this year. That's it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, your state is super long to drive through, by the way. No kidding. Holy dude. cow! Oh my god! When I went to Tennessee, it took us four and a half hours to get through Illinois. It's insane. It, it was. I went from north all the way to the southernmost point of Illinois, and it was six hours from the border to the to the Kentucky border. It was brutal. It was. Uh, how about how about them? Uh, you know, tires all over. You know, the semi tires that blew everywhere. I, yeah, a lot of shrapnel out there. And dead deer everywhere. Oh my gosh. It's a war zone, man. I'm telling you. It's a war zone. And you got to pay tolls to do it. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I got to tell you, though, the, uh, the town of Metropolis, Illinois, Yeah. if you haven't been there to the, the home of Superman, I just got to tell you, there's nothing in that town. It's, oh, here, I got a, I got a, I got a funny little story for you that did not make the Flix podcast. It actually happened after we got done recording. Ooh, exclusive. All right. <laughs> exclusive. So so after Jason and I got done recording our, our episode, we were super bored and didn't want to just hang out in the casino because neither one of us liked that. So we went out for a walk, and we're like, what do you want to do now? It's 1130 at night. What do you want to do? We're like, let's go down and look at the statue at night, I guess, the Superman statue. That's what you do in the town. So we go walking around, and there is not one single person out in the town at 11:30 at night. Wow! So we're walking around. It's pitched. It's just dead. Earlier in the day, we had been looking for a place, a grocery store, or a liquor store, something to obtain some beverages to drink in our hotel room. We could not find one. Um, we're walking around 11:30 at night, and the downtown is all abandoned buildings. Like boarded windows all throughout this downtown. Wow. And suddenly we start hearing this really old timey country Western music coming from somewhere. Like it's being played really loud, like hillbilly country Western music. Um, so Jason and I said, oh, what, what, what is that? We got to go find this. So we turn a corner and a block away from us is this old beat down grocery store. And it has, it's closed because it's 1130 at night, but the speakers outside are on and it's playing this old country Western music. And then it has a, a Pepsi machine sitting out front and it has one bank of fluorescent lights over the top. And I mean, and the fluorescent lights are like flickering on and off. This is total horror movie setup, right? Right. Exactly. So we're like, we got to go check this out. So as we're walking, 
Jason and I are trying to determine we're ca- we're already like writing the movie. We're like, okay, two buddies reunite in this small town <laughs> has nothing going on. They come upon this Michael Myers abandoned grocery store. What kills them? What's going to be the thing that kills them? And we're like, well, it can't be vampires. Can't be this. It's got to be like crazed hillbillies or like occult members or something. Right. Right. I was fully expecting, sir. I was fully expecting to walk up to that place and just see somebody inside hacking up a body inside that grocery store. So we go up there, we're checking it out. It's super creepy. Like I was legitimately creeped out by this because I asked Jason multiple times this. We didn't see this earlier today, right? When we walked around this entire town, you never saw this grocery store. He's like, I never saw the grocery store. I'm like, this thing just appear at night. (laughs) So weird, dude. I was like, it was to the point where as we were walking away, I would kept nervously checking over my shoulder to make sure nobody was coming out of there. It was super weird. And then these, and then a bunch of cats started coming and like crossing our paths (laughs) from these abandoned buildings. It was unsettling. Have you seen Highway to Hell with Chad Lowe and Chrissy Swanson? No. Fantastic B movie. It's amazing. I like both of them. Yeah. uh, It is amazing, but it's they're on their, you know, they're on a trip and they go to a gas station in the middle of nowhere. And the guy says, you know, don't go down this highway or whatever. And as they turn, uh, as they leave and turn, the gas station just disappears, and then they end up in the and then end up in the highway to hell. And it was just like it wasn't there before until nighttime. So it was just reminding me very much of Highway to Hell. Dude, I think we were in that world. Very weird. As long as you didn't have Hell Cop come get you, because that's who gets them is Hell Cop. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, hands for handcuffs. They're like demon hands, and they yeah, that's. It, <laughs> It's pretty cool. I got to watch this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, it's got Gilbert Gottfried in it? I'm, yeah. As Hitler? Oh, I'm watching this. Yeah, yeah. If, oh, man. If you can find it, dude, it's great. And Christy Swanson turns into this nasty, like, naked. Like, the naked part got me happy when I was a kid until uh-huh. she turned into a demon. And then it was gross because the just demon nakedness is not pleasant. So it will scar you. So just... When when she's gonna get it, just cover your eyes when she turns into a demon. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm a grown man. I'm not. I'm not tabby. I'm not gonna freak out. I can watch. <laughs> I I think this. You, you might freak out at the demon boobies. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You're selling it actually now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So. Oh, I found it. I found it. It's on YouTube. It is awesome. Yes. Yeah. I'm watching it tonight. Check that out, man. It is really good. It is just. Super fun, and the devil is like Peter Berg or or what? Who, I don't know. He's he's this classy guy in other movies, but uh, Richard Farnsworth. No, I'm just looking at the cast. Uh, hold on. Uh, Highway to Hell. Hold on. Let me tell you. Highway to Hell. And the highway. Demon boobies. Demon boobies. Highway to Hell movie. I need the. Oh, this is great podcasting. Highway to No, hell. it is great. Yeah. I'm actually trying to find it now because I lost it. I'm, I think I searched demon boobies. Uh, <laughs> so the devil, the devil is played Beazel. Oh, that's Patrick Bergen. Yep, Patrick Bergen. There you go. So there it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Gotcha. Yeah. But Christy Swanson it. is why I watched it, and then because of this movie, I became a fan of Chad Lowe, and I had to watch everything Chad Lowe after this movie. So well, that you can do that pretty quickly 
yeah. you don't have to worry about watching anything in the last 15 years by doing watching that. What are you talking about? He's in Pretty Little Liars, and he directs. Pretty Is he? Little, yeah. I don't, he, watch, he, I don't watch Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, he's the father in Pretty Little Liars, and he directs multiple episodes. So, uh, yeah. He is still around, sir. He he's more behind the camera than he is in front of it. So that's what he's been doing. Chad Lowe. Let's see what else has he done. He played Chad Lowe in Entourage. That's good. Good for him. Chad Lowe. Yeah. Okay. Pretty yeah. Pretty Little Liars from 2010 to 2017. So there you go. How about that? He was an ass in that show too. So. I hated him on ER. I remember him on ER. Yeah. Yeah. He was a douche jerk face all right well there's your chad low talk you weren't expecting today <laughs> right so there's the movie you gotta watch tonight there you go highway to hell i'm watching it tonight demon movies gotcha. <laughs> hashtag oh you know that's getting i'm hashtagging that tonight oh my watching. god what have i started what have i created hashtag demon movies <laughs> this is terrible yep. that that's someone i i'm gonna post the episode like that as had the hashtag that'll be weird <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh man all right so we should probably this has been Wrap it up. This huh? has been uh, stressful, uh, but fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the audio quality is horrendous on this episode. I have no idea. I have good internet. You have good internet, so I have no idea what the hell is going on. So It's going to sound great when it's all put together, I promise. Uh, that's what you think. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Have faith. It's all good. So, uh, sir, we, when we get back together, are we doing some Roadhouse finally or what? Sure. Sure, why not? Or, or we, Yeah, so... That's on Hulu right now, so make sure you watch it before it goes bye-bye. So, mm-hmm. I got some things to say about Roadhouse. Can't wait. Uh-oh. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. It's going to be good times. So, uh, Tabby, right. what, what movie are we doing next? Because, you know, Jameson can't make it every episode. So. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Uh, like I said. I oh, we're know. the Millers? Yeah! <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind of inappropriate, right? But, hey, who cares? I watched enough crap when Funny I was your movie. age. Yeah. Hey, I'm 15 now. It's okay. Know what I'm saying? It's true. You are old now, so man, you grow up fast. Gosh. Yeah, I'm a freshman. You're. Yeah, that's right. Freshman. She's a freshman. Oh my gosh. Freshman. Freshman. All right, sir. So. Yeah, I know. I know that. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, go ahead and pin, we'll close out the show. So yeah, we're gonna play some. Uh, hello, there goes my sound again. I don't know what the heck just happened there. Hello. Do you still hear me, sir? I hear you. Keep talking. Oh, my God. Oh, must be a short in my wires. Whew. This is a brutal episode. All right. <laughs> so we're going to play uh, some music spotlight. We're going to do some Linkin Park uh, out uh-huh. of the you know the four tunes that we talked about earlier. And then uh, if you want to uh, catch Jameson, you can catch him in many places. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in Illinois because I am not cool enough to visit. But no. Uh, maybe I'll come visit you in September, sir. We'll have to see, um, if you're cool enough to be visited. So mm, I'm out of town in September. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What's, uh, what's some upcoming projects for you, sir, to close out the show? Okay, sure. Uh, let's see. We got the, uh, we got the real films podcast. Jason and I are going to be talking about a couple of films, a couple of documentaries, uh, about Werner Herzog. Um, and that Freddy Krueger one, yes. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, what else do we have? We got uh, Movie Mojo Monthly. Brian and I are recording Movie Mojo Monthly this weekend, so nice. look for that. Uh, real, real reviews. <laughs> uh, Keep it reviews straight. is happening. 170 some episodes. Oh my gosh. Uh, go, go watch all of those. That's fun. And uh, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, yeah, and, uh, that's about it. You good can't deal. really hear the radio show unless you really try. So it's true. That's everything. Uh, good times. Well, uh, if you want to write in, feel free to do so. STLpodcast@gmail.com. Uh, make sure you join the Facebook group since people leave. Might as well get some new people in. Uh, if you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find that on uh, Facebook. Just type in the STL Nation. And uh, don't forget to like the Facebook page because nobody likes that, so I need some more. Uh, just type in Sweep the Lake Podcast. And then, uh, obviously, iTunes reviews. That would be great if you can send yeah. one that way because there's 34 on there. Thank you for those. There's only one negative one, so negative Nancy – we don't care about your review, but everybody else, thank you for yours. They're awesome. And uh, and that person left it years ago because, I don't know, they weren't cracked that day or something. Jerk face. Jerk face. So uh, T-Mac and I will be back. Uh, upcoming episodes will be the Guilty Pleasure episode for the STL Underground Hour. I'm going to share my yes. deep, deepest, darkest secrets, Guilty Pleasure songs that nobody knows, uh, except the kids because, you know, they enjoy them with me, so that's fun. Um, I can't wait for that episode, by the way. For real? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I might pull that off very soon. So I will make that a priority. And then uh, T-Mac and I will get together. We'll do another episode. I have no idea what. We'll let you guys know. We'll get together. We'll do some Roadhouse and uh, try to get back in the swing. together. We live in the same house. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> smartass. All right? Oh, my God. Is this what I got to live with? Cash me I love outside. It. How about that? Hey, that girl's oh. in prison now. So. Are you for real? Yeah, because she's a douche. So, yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens when you're a douche. You go to jail. No, I'm <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no regrets. Wait, so then why are you in jail? <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, she's she's super savage when you're not around. It's pretty oh. terrible, man. She burns people like nobody's business. I'm kind of a proud dad. I mean, her her savageness is pretty up there. So I'm kind of hey, a pro- you know, I got to deal with that at home too. My uh, my middle one does that all day long. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, I have what a, a hairnet on my uh, head is what he tells me all the time. Or some crap like that. Bird's, bird's nest. Thank you. That's what it is. So, yeah. And uh, and if you like playing the WWE SuperCard game, uh, I could use another team member. So hit me um, up on that. So. We will destroy everyone. It's so true. So good luck. Good luck there. And uh, so make sure you eat your uh, vegetables make and your sure chicken you eat and all your that good stuff. Vegetables and eat your fruits and get your smoothies. I have smoothies. no idea what the hell I'm saying. I'm just going off the wall right now. So. Perfect. Well, thank you, sir, for joining me. It was super fun, and the audio is terrible, and I apologize, but you know it is what it is. We got to get this episode out because it needs to get done. So there you go. Yes. So you guys have a good one, and uh, thank you, Tad, for joining me. Bye, guys. Stay savage. Stay savage. So thank you, Jameson. I'll talk to you later, sir. So you guys have a good one. All right. Take care.
look exactly like what you had always wanted to see When I pretend, I can forget about the criminal I am Stealing second after second just cause I know I can But I can't pretend this is the way it'll stay I'm just trying to bend the truth I can't pretend I'm who you want me to be So I'm Like this, this isn't what I wanted to be